Hey, hey, on today's episode of the Korea Pact podcast, I talk about underestimating and overestimating. Now, this is an episode that I kind of dive pretty deep into this one quote that I heard, and I've been hearing it a lot. So I wanted to talk about it, break it down. So make sure you stick around to the end. I kind of talk about two to three things that I'm really, really prioritizing right now in my life. And I wonder if you guys can relate to this. So hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into it. Yo, yo, what's up, people of the world? Welcome back to the Korea Pact podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this pod. And on this podcast, I combine creativity and impact and hope to give a little bit more than I can get. Let's chat about overestimating and underestimating. The quote that I'm going to be referring to today is famous. I don't know if it's by him, but I hear it most from him. He said it a couple times. Sahil Bloom, a guy that I've referred to multiple times, author, Twitter wizard, like I feel like a lot of the people I talk about are. Very, very big online personality, built big businesses, and the quote that he says is, we tend to overestimate what we can do in a day and underestimate what we can do in a year. And God damn, that is true, because I've had a lot of past experience with that quote being very, very true. So let's talk about it today. I've seen this quote many times, LinkedIn, Twitter, social media, all all digital channels. Lots of people in the comments are always talking about it. People have made some videos about it. So I thought, why not make one of my own? And every time I do see this quote, it is a constant reminder to focus on one day at a time. Just move the needle a little bit. Don't try to do everything at once in one day because it's not that deep and you won't be effective you won't be productive you won't actually be efficient at the thing you're trying to get done at a core level if we really think about it one year it is not that long it is not if we just zoom out a little bit one year is very very small in comparison to how life our how long our life is expected to be because time it does fly but in our mind it seems so long like imagine what june of 2024 right now would look like I feel like for most people, that's like, oh my gosh, that's such a long time from now. Because June 2023, is, which is about to come to an end, it seems like a long time. But let's say December, January, February of next year roll around. We're like, oh, dude, June's right around the corner. We don't realize how quick time flies. Hence why we underestimate everything that can be done in years time. And our mind loves to be impatient. It is the opposite of patient. What I like to blame this on is social media. Social media, man, it has been the hot topic of conversation for, I feel like, a lot of my episodes. And it's painted this picture, social media, that is, of wanting things quickly. Wanting so many things quickly, which has hurt us from seeing the bigger picture. I think it has told us everything that we want, We it should be like now. And it's created that picture of wanting things quickly. The car, the money, the career, the relationship, the body, everything like right now. And it, that's how it's like marketed. However, there is a crowd of people that are starting to document their journeys and show the struggle, show the processes, be more relatable. And that's the side of social media that I really enjoy because it shows the real side. So yeah, guys, overall, I just think it's poison, the beauty of just being patient in life, doing a little bit every day and seeing where that can get us in one year. Let's start with why do people underestimate what they can do in a year? I think it's important to really answer that question. And the answer, it's kind of funny simply because they over they really do overestimate what they can do in one day our mind genuinely thinks that if we have 15 to 20 things on our to-do list that we can get everything done 
especially when it comes to trying something new or trying to get better at something, building a skill, building a routine, building new habits. We like to just throw 10, 15, 20 things in our to-do list every day. Like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. I'm going to run, meditate, go for a long walk. I'm going to read. I'm going to learn how to play guitar. Then I'm going to do focused work for four hours. And then I'm going to read a 15-page novel about the art museum. I don't know. Any long list that is created like that, I feel like for a majority of people, nothing gets done. Entirely, like, nothing. Maybe some may get done, but will it get done properly, knowing that you have that, like, the stress of knowing that you have all those things to get done? Probably not. It would be widely scattered, and they would be operating at a 5 instead of an 8 because of the stress of knowing that they have 23 other things to get done in the day. Now that proposes the other side. What would happen if we just focused on maybe one to three, at most five things that we need to get done in a given day? I just jotted down some things. I think one first thing keeps the needle moving forward, keeps us progressing. We can delegate focused time towards those things. Shit would actually get done and we can actually focus. We can actually give ourselves a level eight focus instead of a five because it, we would give ourselves a level of eight because we know that, okay, after I get thing A done, I know I have to get B and C done. Not I have to get thing A done, then I have B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M for the rest of the day. That is a very important distinction. Just like the energy energy levels that we have, knowing I have five things to get done today versus having 15. And I fell victim to this. I fell victim to this so bad. And I've mentioned this many times in my podcast of when I was like 18, 19 year olds, just getting into college, I overestimated the fuck out of all the things that I can do in one day. Like I said, I've shared this many times. I had so many aspirations. I wanted to make all this money and wanted to do everything all at once without putting in the work. And my problem really became bad when I tried to focus on getting everything I wanted relatively quickly. Life is a long-term game, man. And I kind of found that out the hard way. Lost some money in the stock market. I didn't just make good decisions. Now that I I really know, I learned from them. And just like, dude, play a long-term game. Make smart choices. Don't make dumb decisions. Get a good night's rest. Give it 24 hours before you make a good, like before you make a decision. And I learned that, shoot, all the content that I'm consuming, everything that I'm watching is making me understand that although on the surface it may seem that everything happened quickly, in reality, a lot of these people had put in their 10K hours or more. Except for, you know, the occasional crypto bro overnight millionaire that that I'm sure we've seen on social media or the dude who invested like 10K or 1,000 bucks into a penny stock and it 100X overnight. Some bullshit like that, of course. Those stories are there. Of course, they are few and far between. I was reading a study and it said, on average, it takes more than two months before a new behavior becomes automatic. 66 days to be exact. So let's say if you want to get good at writing, meditating, the guitar, singing, and cooking all in one year. If you want to get good at those, what is that? One, two, three, four, five things, right? In a year's worth of time, on a fundamental level, it is all doable. It is doable to get good at all five of those things. How we allocate our time towards those five is what's important. In our mind, we will rush to make it seem like in order for me to get good at this, I need to do all five of these things a little bit every day. Although that's not always the worst way to think about it, or maybe it's not the worst approach, like you may be able to, 
considering the amount of time that it would take up and figuring out whether or not you even have the time to do that. That's the first step is, do you even have the time to allocate to all five of those things every single day? Most people, they don't. So here's a quick picture I'll paint, hopefully quickly, because I know I go on tangents a lot, if you guys haven't noticed. I'll give you example A, okay? Example A is you do five things a day for 66 days, because remember, according to the study, 66 days is the threshold for something becoming a habit. Doing it at a mediocre level, giving it a level five focus instead of a level eight to nine focus, devoting 20 to 30 minutes a day to each thing. So remember, if you want to do five minute or five new skills and you want to devote time to those a little bit every single day, 20 minutes a time. So what that takes up three, what, 20, 40, one hour, hour and a half to two hours. Let's just call it two hours. We'll call it. That'll be example A. Five things a day for 66 days, doing it at a mediocre level, devoting 20 to 30 minutes a day. Some things that may be a result of this is can be a little bit overwhelming. You may get frustrated if you don't pick it up right away. Because I know if me personally, if I try to learn all these things and I freaking put it all together in one day, try to do three to five of them, three to five new things, learning them all in one day, it's like, dude, I'm going to I'm gonna get annoyed. And I'm going to be like, man, I can't learn this. And then I'll just move on to the next thing. Not really give it my proper effort, my proper time, actual dedication to it. You may, you know, lose your patience and jump to other things. So that's example A. Example B, let's say you do one thing a day, 66 days at a time. So for the cooking, you devote one hour a day to making a new recipe every day for 66 days. It doesn't even have to be new every time. Just cook for one hour every day. You don't do it, obviously, at a mediocre level. You do it with focus and effort because you know for the next 66 days, this is what I'm focusing on for at least one hour a day. 60 minutes a minimum. And what will happen is if you do just that one thing for 66 days, you'll still be able to master four to five skills at the end of the year. Because what's 365 days in a year? What is it? 66. Let's just call it 120, 180, 240. Yeah, you have you have room for just enough for five skills. Maybe another one if you're devoting 66 days to it. It's a little bit of time, 30 minutes a day or 60 minutes a day. As long as it's focused and you do it. The benefits of this, if you take this approach, is it one, it doesn't, you know, make you feel rushed. It doesn't make you feel like, oh shit, in 10 minutes I have to move on to meditating or in 10 minutes I have to go sit down and read. It doesn't take up your entire day. It's just one hour of focused effort. And it feels more like play than work or a task. Like, for example, when I sit down to do, I don't know, what are some of the, like when I, when I sit down to read, it doesn't feel like a work or a task to me. Like if I sit down for 30, 30 minutes or 45 minutes, most times it's like 15 to 20 when I sit down to just read. That's like a break for me. Reading is a break for me. It's like a time to just absorb knowledge, relax my mind, be calm, gather new ideas, gather new information. It doesn't feel rushed and I can just do it at my own pace. So let's take example A again. With example A, you would get in those 66 days, if you were to do five things a day for 66 days in a row, you would get 27 and a half hours of work done on each thing. So 27 and a half hours or that you would be putting effort into cooking, 27 and a half into singing, guitar, meditating, and writing. 
hypothetically, if those were the five skills that you wanted to learn, 27 and a half hours. Now, if you look at example B, simple math, you get 66 hours at that thing. Which one is more beneficial? Example A or example B? Now, that's just the way I look at it. 30 minutes to an hour of focused effort on one new thing a day can yield a lot better of a result if you're actually trying to build a new habit. And not only will you be better at the skill or whatever you're trying to learn, but it'll become much more of like a committed habit that you'll just naturally do every single day without even thinking. And if you fast forward to the end of the year, let's say if you keep doing that thing, think about how good you may have actually gotten at that thing. Five to six brand new skills that you can add to your repertoire of just things you know. And if you do that over a course of 10 years, like you have so many monetizable skills, so many things that you can teach others, things that you can leverage and so on. I like to call this thing um, skill stacking. It's a term, I forgot who I heard it from, but you're essentially just stacking skills in a very strategic way in your life, slowly but surely. Take Steph Curry, for example, right? For those of you who are new, this dude is like my lifelong hero in everything that I do. Um, NBA basketball player, champion. You know, you guys know who he is. He's, he's, a, he's a big guy. He went from being a nobody in his senior year of high school. No offers, no recruiters looking at him. Or they looked at him and he was like, no, he's too small. He can't do this. He can't do that. He can't play defense. He can't play at the next level. He was extremely, extremely underrated overlooked and then after his freshman year a team called um or college davidson college they picked him up they gave him a shot and he balled out i think he averaged like 20 25 points as a freshman in college and then he put the entire nation on notice and then his sophomore year they went to uh, the elite eight in the college basketball ncaa tournament he got even bigger fast forward 15 years he is one of the greatest known basketball players to ever touch a ball. And you know, in that matter of one year, yes, he continued to work hard. He put in the reps. He had a coach that coached him hard. But in one year, his entire life changed. He went from being a nobody as a senior in high school to being one of the most recognized people in college basketball, which led him to the NBA, which led him to everything he's achieved to today. I think that can lead us into a healthy transition of... Where have I applied this in my life today? Overestimating, underestimating, what are the habits that I've built by just doing little things over time? I really started taking this seriously probably about five months ago when I started this podcast. I had periods in my life where I did try, but I never followed through. But the two things that I've consistently built a habit of and maybe there's more things that I'm still working on that haven't reached that 66-day uh, threshold yet. Of course, this podcast. And second, cold showers every day has become an absolute norm. I don't even think about it. Yes, they're still uncomfortable. Yes, right before I turn on the shower, it's like, fuck, man, I don't want to do this. But I still do it. And I have a majority of the days, you know, gone for walks, meditated, or like read I haven't kept track of it, though, so I'm sure there are days where I haven't done something 66 days in a row, but I still have the habit of reading, a habit of consuming something educational, going for a walk, something, something that's good. But in my mind, I just haven't, like, I guess, recognized it for 66 days in a row, hence why I didn't put it on the list. So just the podcast and cold showers for sure. I think I've been doing it consistently probably for the last 
90 days, maybe 80, 90 days. Very consistent. That's for sure. So all that to say to bring it all together, guys, don't fill in your day with a million fucking things. Just do one to three things with extreme effort and focus. And if you do that, it'll compound over time in one year more than you ever think it could have in the first place. A year is, it seems so long, but it freaking flies. So focus on the day, put in some effort, focus on laying that one brick perfectly. And then once you lay that one brick, focus on the next one and the next one and the next one. And then by the time the year is up, you're going to have an entire Empire State building. If if I also, you know, talking about that Empire State building, if, I, if I'm looking about or looking at my life currently, I feel like I have three main facets of my life. It's just three things. Okay, number one, my health. Number two, creations. And number three, my nine to five. Right now, the main thing I'm really actively trying to prioritize my life is my health. It is my health. And the habit I am working on building is getting 10,000 to 15,000 steps in every single day, a gallon of water, and staying under my calorie mark that I've set for myself. So just a caloric deficit. And if I do that for 60 days in a row, not only will I lose a ton of weight, okay, but it will become a habit. I will, it will become a habit to maybe, you know, drink a gallon of water, intermediate fast, don't go over this calorie threshold if you're trying to lose weight, get in your steps, and it'll feel like play to me once I've built, once I've built that habit without a doubt. That's number one, my health. Number two, the creations, of course, I have the podcast today, I do my short form content, I would either, you know, video script or edit, one of those three things I'm doing pretty much every single day, and my nine to five. The reason this is important is because I put energy and focus in my work and what I'm doing in my career there so I can invest into buying a good camera and a big bad camera. Guys, not gonna lie, I do have the money to buy one, but god damn it, I want to go from this to like exceptional. So yeah, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, man. I I, I don't know. I guess I'll just wait. I'll wait. Until then, we got iPhone vlog series, y'all. And this little 2K HD camera for 50 bucks that I got off Amazon. I'm going to use it. I'm going to keep on using it. So, yeah, guys, I'm five months into this journey of this podcasting thing. And I'm so excited to see where I will be in one year. And, yeah, the entire message of this podcast is to remember, do not, do not overestimate what you can do in a day. But if you're underestimating what you can do in a year, then you're kind of doing yourself a disservice because one year is a very, very long time and you can get a lot of stuff done. That's all I have for you guys today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, feel free to give us a follow on Spotify, wherever you're listening, share with a friend and follow us on all socials at the Korea Pact podcast. That's C-R-E-A-P-A-C-T podcast. Take care. Tell someone that you love them and go do something nice for someone today because they genuinely deserve it. I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Love y'all.